Okay. Now, if we do this again, we'll sound super rehearsed and everything. This is crazy. Next Tuesday on the tennis ball. What is a pregnant chant? I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief. The queen of teen, Britney Spears. Last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know who I want to take me home. I know. Welcome to That's What We Called Music. I'm your host, Kendall. With me, um, this joke isn't going to sound as fresh but uh, because this is the second time we're recording, but she doesn't have to go home because she's already home. My wife, Molly. Howdy-ho. And uh, she knows who she wants to take you home. <laughs> uh, my sister-in-law, Sarah. Hello. Uh, today we're talking about uh, Closing Time by Semisonic, a uh, song by Semisonic. I already said that. <laughs> it was released in March 1998 as the lead single from Feeling Strangely Fine. Um, uh, on the charts, it was uh, number one on U.S. Billboard Modern Rock Tracks, number four on U.S. Billboard Adult Top 40, uh, number 84 on Netherlands. Single Top 100, Canada Alternative 30, number two, Australia, number 50. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. What do the liner notes say? A band that consistently elevates itself from the modern rock milieu, Semisonic scored a smash hit with Closing Time from their sophomore album, Feeling Strangely Fine. All right, Molly. Let's uh, hit us with that factualization. Factualization. Uh, yeah, I always thought that I had heard, or rather, that the song was about having a baby. I always thought that was like kind of like a legend or something, but I did some uh, research, and it looks like the lead singer that wrote the song actually did confirm that it, it is about uh, his wife having a baby. It's not actually about uh, leaving a bar or whatever. I don't get the analogy. I need so, it explained to me. So what the Wikipedia article said is that it was about the bar but she was pregnant it was about leaving a bar well they wanted to write a song to end their concerts because they were tired of playing if i run um and uh and then wilson's girlfriend was pregnant at the time although wilson did not set out consciously to write a song about giving birth he stated that part way into writing the song i realized it was about being born which yeah i totally don't see that either um, yeah, and then this article says he like hid the real meaning in plain view. Uh, hid it so well that millions and millions of people heard the song and bought the song and didn't get it. They think it's about being bounced from a bar, but it's about being bounced from the womb. I mean, yeah, okay. Okay. It I can mean, be being bounced. But it's also about yeah. being bounced from a bar. Yeah, I mean, if you put it that way, it can be about being bounced from yeah, anything. Yeah, it could be about but anything in your I mean, it's still, like, interesting kind of metaphor. But maybe that's the point. It's like, that's what it meant for him, but then mm -hmm. he puts it out into the world, and it's like, other people take their own mm -hmm. meaning. From yeah. Because I, I don't even see... I mean, I, don't even, I honestly don't even see imagery in the lyrics. Like, I mean, it's just, you know... 
it, the closest, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't, he's wrong. The, the writer's wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I know who I want to take me home. I want my mommy to take me home. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I guess the main, the most obvious thing is about, um, this room won't be open until your brothers or your sisters come. Like, that's the more obvious line. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was, when we were watching the music video, wondered what that line meant. I, I figured mean, that wow. he was like, no, you're the... You can't wait for your ride. You got to leave. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I guess that's that's a okay. I suppose it still feels like a stretch, but yeah, that's okay. That we can they can we can agree to we can agree to disagree with the article that you're reading. That's art, I guess. You know, it's yeah. always speaking of art. Weird. The music video is kind of cool with the two uh, the different scenes, but it's like the one continuous shot in each scene. Right. It's right. a cool music video. It's all like tones of green. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's it, the one side. It's, yeah, it's a split screen, continuous shot. Uh, one is the band, is mostly the band playing the song. And then occasionally the lead singer walks away and does a thing. And then the, and then it's this woman is closing up her shop and then going to a club. Uh, and he like keeps just, they keep just missing each other. But yeah, it was definitely very, very cool, very like uh, artistic or something. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, so what uh, what what memories do you have about this, Molly? Uh, nothing specific. Just I do remember it being the video was on MTV a lot. Uh, the song was played on the radio a lot. I mean, I probably say that about everything that we mm-hmm. cover on these <laughs> podcasts, but I think the now. Uh, CDs do a pretty good job of picking what was popular at the time. So. Right, right. But yeah, nothing specific for me. Yeah, me neither. Um, yeah, I just remember it being really popular. And even now, you hear this song all the time. And I was, I mean, I could be wrong yeah, with this like memory, but I almost feel like it was kind of one of those contenders for like graduation song at the time. Mm. Um, like a lot of like it became like that song at the end of senior year for a lot of people because it's about like ending and things like that. Um, I totally forgot. Yeah. They played this was the last song they played at my prom. See, they we had a a, a, a a weirdo cover band that played at my prom that was like really I don't know they were it was like I mean I'm all I was I was all for having a band at the prom but uh yeah that's rare that sounds cool they were well well they did it was like they played for half the time and then they also had a DJ for half the time so it ended up we paid twice as much as we would have if we hired one or the other yeah. uh but they're rich kid school district well yeah <laughs> uh they're um they're the way they covered the songs, it was like we may as well just have been listening to the album, though, because they were like very, very just like straight up. I mean, they were professional and looked and made and put on a show, but it also just kind of seemed very exactly what the exactly what the song was. And they were playing pop hits. They weren't playing, you know, you know, I mean, they did play closing time, but they weren't it wasn't like they were playing classic rock songs. Um uh, but yeah, that was I. I had forgotten about that because, because they uh, they're like, yeah, guys, it's closing time, so finish your uh, pop. <laughs> um, yeah. What other covers did you find? So okay, 
So, uh, yeah, so that's one cover. <laughs> the other cover, which actually that kind of steals my steals the thunder because I was going to make the same joke or not the same joke. The other cover was from 2003 Firehouse Coffee. My friend Tony Catco, uh, one of the first times I ever went to like a coffee shop, probably the first time I ever went to, to like a coffee shop to see a friend play acoustic guitar and sing songs. Uh, he ended his set. Uh, he was. 14 at the time or whatever he ended the set with this song and i was like oh this is kind of clever and then every person ever after did that <laughs> um but unlike some of those other songs in this kind of kind of wimpy alternative genre that we've talked about this one i never really got sick of and i actually would see, i actually could see myself seeking out unlike like uh if you can only see or, or whatever else. Um, like this one, this one people actually, you know, see, see out. And then one other cover, cause I have all the covers for this song. Cause everybody covers this song. <laughs> this song closed out the, uh, running with scissors, poke medley, poke power, uh, which, uh, we've played, I've played little bits and pieces of, of that, in various episodes of this podcast, because a lot of the songs that we've talked about were uh, were covered in Poker Power, um, but uh, but yeah yeah, I always think of the it ended as "Cause it's closing time." <laughs> yes, yes, good stuff, good stuff. Um, anything else you guys wanted to bring up about that before we talk about the TRL? No, just a good song. I mean, I don't think I know any other songs by this band. Yeah, Semisonic sounds like a very dis- uh, a band name. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Was this, like, their yeah, I just song? I don't remember any of these. Um. Yeah, and you mentioned that they were tired of playing that one song, so they wrote this song. I was like, well, I've never heard that other song. Yeah, well, and the other thing is, you know that they were tired of playing that song because mm-hmm. they'd probably been playing it for two years. Mm-hmm. You know that they have been closing every single one of their shows if they still perform, mm-hmm. or if anybody in that band still performs. They close every single one of their shows with closing time for the last 20 years. I hope that just to be like clever, they open with that song every once in a while. <laughs> well, yeah, and we were saying this should have been. Why was this not the last song on Volume Two? This is right. This is track four. You cheeky now, people on, on Volume Two. Idea. Like, like it's it's not like. I mean, this is still. We're still kind of. I mean, this was ninety eight, so it's not like. Instead, the last song is some Baz Luhrmann song that no one's ever heard before. I mean, it's not because I don't think that they're. Uh, Within one album that it's like, uh, this song was popular, then this song was popular, then this song was popular. At least I didn't get the sense. I haven't gotten the sense so far that that was the case. I don't think so, yeah. But uh, if people actually listen listen to our our podcast, then every every episode they would hear, oh, this song was released on this day, and this song was released on this day. They might see a a general trend. Sarah is looking at the liner notes. Yeah, they these these songs are a mixture of ninety nine and ninety eight, and they are not in order. They're not in so, any particular no. chronological order. Yeah, so why on earth? Why? But I actually, you know what it is? It's because they're probably in order of popularity. Like yeah, because "Baby One More Time" is first on this album. Yeah, not not necessarily. 
like direct like like a like direct reverse order of popularity but i definitely felt like as we were getting toward the end of now one it was we were getting some deep cuts minus sex and candy um and uh and yeah and then we did baby one more time is like the song and this is another one that's like the song okay. um, so uh how do you think how do you think it did on trl uh we'll start with sarah um, I think it was probably on for a bit. I don't think it, I would say, um, 20 days, never number one. Okay. I'd say it was on TRL for like 10 days, uh, but yeah, I did not hit number one. So, yeah, I mean, it never hit, it never, it didn't do that well when we did on like the billboard and the Top and like top forty Casey Kasem or whatever, uh, so I I can agree. I, I feel I just feel like this song. Well, no, because TRL is is all about the you know because it's only ten songs. It's you know if you're not in the if you're not one of the ten songs. So yeah, I'm gonna say. And also, it's about what's hot right now. And this song had more staying power, but probably wasn't quite as hot. Right. I I think this might have been one that. Uh, one that was like, but you know what? I like this song. I'm going to say, uh, never hit number one, but it did retire. It took five years. <laughs> just every, every, every so often, like once a week, get voted, voted in. Oh, so like you're saying it would like come on and off. Yeah. It would come <laughs> on, off and on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe in TRL. Then anything's possible. Technically, it could happen, you know. Mm-hmm. Technically. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, follow me on Twitter at khallman and kendallcast.ninja. Listen to all the Kendallcast stuff. Uh, maybe someday uh, Sarah will tell you her Twitter or we'll, or we'll make a Twitter for this. Someday. <laughs> It's closing time. It's it's closing time. We'll see you next time. You don't have to. Finish your you don't have to go home, but uh, if you're going to keep exercising, you'll probably have to find another podcast to listen to. You don't. Yeah, finish your dishes or chores. <laughs> finish your finish your commute. <laughs>